Welcome back to another episode of Discovering the Bible, the podcast where we want to study the Bible together. And I'm your host, Friedman. And today we have a very basic but yet very fundamental, very important topic before us, how to read the Bible. And my purpose in this episode is to give 12 advices, 12 tips, how we can read the Bible to make it profitable to us. But we, before we do so, I would like to uh, make three preliminary remarks. Uh, and the first remark is, what do we read here? Let's make ourselves aware before I start reading the Bible and study it, what do I read here? It is not just an ordinary book. It is the Word of God. 2 Timothy 3 verse 16 says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God. All Scripture. Not only some of it, but all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. God has used man and dictated to them what he wanted them to tell. And through the Bible, through the Word of God, God is speaking to us. It is God himself, the creator of this universe, of this world, of you and me, who wants to speak to us. And what we are holding in our hands, which is so normal to us today to have a Bible, everybody can possess a Bible, but what we are holding there in our hands is the Word of God. God speaks to us. He wants to speak to us. And then 2 Timothy 3.16 continues, And it is profitable. It is indeed profitable for us. For doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. It starts with doctrine, with teaching. Yes, I understand sometimes we don't like this too much. We want we want to to have it practical, right? Give me something that I can do in Christianity. But we need a good foundation. And without understanding or without having a foundation at all, we cannot become practical. Then it says, for reproof and correction. You see, God wants to bless us. And in order for God being able to bless us, we need to be on a road where we are in harmony with himself and we where we... Um, live in practical holiness and where we exercise his will and his will and who he is that is what we find in scripture and we need to be on that road but sometimes it might be that i go off that road that i go somewhere else and then the bible may show that to me while reading this i might realize i went away somewhere I went on a way that is leading away from God. It's leading away from the way on which God wants to bless me. And so the word of God reproves. It corrects me. It wants me to get back on the road on which God can bless me. And then again, for instruction in righteousness. So that in practical righteousness, we can live our ways. And then it continues that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. And there we have it again. If we want to live a life faithfully in devotion to God and we want to do something to God, yes, we need the word of God. We need that God speaks to us and then we will be thoroughly equipped for every good work. The second remark I would like to make is, what do we need to understand the Word of God? If you buy any kind of book in any bookstore, you just don't need anything. You just need the ability to read and that's it. You start reading and that's it. 
But even if you take the Bible, there's one condition that needs to be fulfilled, and that is we need to have the Holy Spirit. And believing in the gospel, we will receive the Holy Spirit. That is what the what did the Apostle Paul says in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13. Believing the gospel, we will receive the Holy Spirit. And he's the one that will help us to understand the word. You see, the Lord Jesus Christ himself says in John chapter 16, verse 12 and 13, he says, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Why not? Because John 16, the Holy Spirit has not come down on earth yet. That was still future. This is after the death of the Lord Jesus Christ, after the ascension of the Lord Jesus Christ at Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came down. And then the Lord Jesus Christ continues and says, However, when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth. So in order to understand the Bible, which is the truth, the Lord Jesus Christ in John 17 says, Your word is truth. We need the spirit of truth and he will guide us into the truth. That is very important. And see, we need to have the Holy Spirit by believing in the gospel. But it's also important that there's no sin in my life, that there's nothing in my life whereby I hinder the free working of the Holy Spirit in my life. See, it's, it's like a pipe, right? If you have a pipe, the water can flow through it. But if the pipe starts blocking up, this will hinder the water to flow through that pipe. And it can be the same in my life when it comes to the working of the Holy Spirit that there's sin in my life. And sin in my life is like blocking up, quenching the working of the Holy Spirit in my life. That is how the Apostle Paul puts it in 1 Timothy 5 verse 19. Sorry, 1 Thessalonians 5 19. It says, do not quench the Holy Spirit. And Ephesians 4.30, it says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. So that is very important. We need to have the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit must be able in my life to work freely. And then he will help us to understand the word of God. And thirdly, my third remark is... What is the purpose? Why do we read the Bible? If we read any ordinary book, there are many reasons why people turn to read a book. It's for entertainment, for information, for instruction, because they need to study something and they need to the knowledge, right? Some of these aspects of some of these reasons we will also find when we read the Bible. Somebody even might read the Bible for entertainment's sake, even though this is absolutely not the intention of the Bible. But what is the ultimate purpose for us to read the Bible? Well, we have already seen that we do need the Holy Spirit to guide us into the truth. And so the next question would be, what is the ultimate purpose of the Holy Spirit working in us? And it is to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. That is what the Lord Jesus Christ himself says in John 16, verse 14. He will glorify me. That is the purpose of the Holy Spirit in our lives. He wants to make the Lord Jesus Christ, he wants to display all his marvelous attributes before us. And in, in John 5 verse 39, the Lord Jesus Christ says to the Pharisees and the scribes, and he says, you search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And these are they which testify 
of me. So in reading the scripture, we will find Christ because the, the scriptures, they testify of Christ. And the same thing is, is what the Lord Jesus Christ says in Luke, uh, Luke chapter 24, verse 27. He says, or there we read, And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. We need to understand that Christ is the center of Scripture. And we can really find Scripture on every page of Scripture. We will find Christ everywhere. And this must be, this will be the key of understanding Scripture. This is, so to say, the, the red thread that goes from Genesis to Revelation. It's all about Christ. Christ, the Son of God, is the center of God's counsels. And, and this is something we need to understand. Reading the scripture, it, we, want, it want, we want to make it our desire to find Christ in them. And so that he becomes greater before us. That we see his glory. And you see, it is true. Yes, reading the word of God, the Bible, is not always easy. It demands time, it demands concentration, it, it, it demands a lot of us, right? The Bible is in a way that even the, the, the smallest one will gain something from it, but even the smartest person on earth will still gain something from earth and will be challenged by the Word of God. It is really working and operating in all of us if we are open to it. But So it is not always easy. But I want to compare reading and studying the Bible to Matthew chapter 17. There we find that the Lord Jesus Christ takes three of his disciples and he goes on the so-called Mount of Transfiguration. And the point that I want to make is that the disciples, the three disciples, John, Peter and James, they had to climb that mountain. That took time, that took energy, but they had to go up. It was not at the bottom of that mountain, but it was on the hilltop, on the top of that mountain, they saw the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the whole passage finishes that we read, and they beheld no one else but Jesus. And that is our desire. Even though it demands a lot from us, we want to make it our desire, our prayer, Lord, let me see your glory. And we can see his glory in Scripture. Now, let me come to the 12 practical uh, tips or advices that can help us to understand uh, or to read and study the Bible. First of all, before we open the Bible at all, we want to come to God in prayer. We want to ask him that he may help us to concentrate, to understand the Bible, that we really make it profitable for us. Let us help him. Let, sorry, let us pray to him to help us. Second advice I would like to give is take your time and choose a wise place where you study the Word of God. See, we need time. I don't say that if you only have two or three minutes that you shouldn't open your, the Word of God and read just a couple of verses, right? But in order to have some good progress in understanding the Word of God, we need time. Take your time. 
if you if you really want to dig deep and find the gold nugget in the word of god we need time and we should also take a place where we're not sidetracked it that we we can understand this geographically right that we i go some quiet place but also that i turn away from everything that might sidetrack me most of all our cell phones anything else that could sidetrack me let us really concentrate on the word of god and and say okay now everything else i is not a time for it now but i concentrate on the word of god alone now the third advice i would like to make is or to give is do it in the morning yes i understand not all of us um uh, like to get up early in the morning um but you see when we get up in the morning our brain is still fresh we can concentrate it might not be as hot outside as later in the day and during the course of the day they will we will have we will experience a lot of things many things have their impression on us and 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 our our brain will start thinking about many things but let us start reading the word of god in the morning and when we are fresh when we can concentrate and this will have an effect on our day how we go through the day then number 4 choose a good translation i know this is a difficult point and and we probably are going to have another episode on this topic what is the best translation to pick the problem with translations is that there are many translations that are easy to read but they are not as precise they're they're lacking accuracy and on the other side there are some translations which are very accurate very close to the original text greek and aramaic and hebrew but they're not easy to understand they're not easy to read right because it's not just the way how we in in the 21st century would express things and i understand this is a problem but i would recommend choose a precise translation um use one translation where the where there's no interpretation of the text already right but where you have a translation where you have a literal a very close rendering of the original uh text of the original manuscript like i know there's a variety of translations but some of them they even don't deserve to be called translation for example the new world translation of the jehovah witnesses it's an extreme where you where we see that the watchtower doctrine has been implemented in this translation so to say this should be a no go but maybe more to this in a, in a later um, episode when reading the word of god it is very important that we pay attention to the context right um let us beware ourselves that um or let us be very careful that we do not take any bible verses out of context i might ask myself okay is this a bible verse from the old testament or is it a bible verse from the new testament is it about the uh, the people of israel in the old testament or is it about the 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 church right are we talking about a time where people were under the law or are we talking about a time where people are under grace to who is the lord jesus christ speaking about who is he speaking does the bible verse concern me at all right not every bible verse speaks to me directly 
right? This is something we need to be aware. And what is the context? What is what is the story I'm dealing? Have I understood the story itself? Have I understood the direct context of a Bible verse, right? Um, is it maybe a parable? Then I need to be extra cautious because parables also use use symbols, right? So paying attention to the context is very important. Number six, use cross-references. If you read one particular Bible verse, see whether there are other Bible verses which speak about the same topic or use the same expression. For example, you speak about peace or grace, and then you might look up and say, okay, are there other aspects which speak about grace or peace? And you, you may grow in understanding, okay, peace does not always mean the same. There are different aspects of peace. There's the fundamental peace with God. There's the peace in our circumstances. There's the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is the peace with God. And there is the peace, my peace, the Lord Jesus Christ says, that he also wants to give us. That is the peace that he enjoyed in all the circumstances he was going through. So I might want to understand what are differences, right? And so I might, by using cross-references, I might grow in understanding what is the concept of peace. Also very important is when we speak about other uh, topics, themes, like for example, the future, the resurrection. I might need to turn to different Bible verses to understand the whole topic itself. I might need to turn to 1 Corinthians 15, Philippians chapter 3, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, and many other Bible verses, right? So use cross-references to explore and relate verses and passages that provide additional insight into the topic you're studying. Then number seven, take notes, right? I would recommend that you take notes, be it on a paper, on your computer, or anywhere, because this will help you to, to grow um, and, and to write down what you have found so far. If you have questions, write down the questions, right? Very important, taking notes, and because you can always go back to the notes and because you may grow in your understanding and, and in, in, in taking notes that are related to a specific topic, you may more easy or easier grow in a specific topic, right? And understand it more easily. Um, I would also recommend in, in this regard to, to use different uh, pencils and uh, di different markers, right? If I read the Bible, I usually have uh, uh, four different colors. Uh, red for very important uh, Bible verses, green for uh, gospel-related Bible verses, and then blue and black I use them for for uh, to structure a text or to highlight certain words that help me to to focus on certain aspects. Right, this is just how I work. There are other uh, ways uh, as well. Use commentaries and study aids. Yes, we have the Holy Spirit dwelling in us, and He wants to unfold the truth of the Word of God to us. But God has also given gifts to the church, to the assembly, and they may have may in more insight in the word of god and i can make aid of this i can make use of it and and i might even grow and and profit from their understanding of the word of god they may help me to understanding the word of god take historical and cultural understanding into account 
right? If you read, read the Word of God, um, let's say you read the Gospels, you might need to understand, okay, what is the current situation, the political uh, situation in, in Israel at that time? Uh, who are the Pharisees? Who are the Sadducees? And, and all these things, what, does it, what did it mean to be crucified? These are historical and cultural background information that might need uh, or that might help you to understand. Number nine is uh, concerning applications. Make applications to yourself. But it is very important be before we make an application that we first get sure that we really have understood the text that is before us. First, we need to understand the historical background, what is happening in a certain story before we make any application what this story means to us or what practical implication that story or that Bible verse has to me, right? Number 11 concerns consistency. Make it a regular thing to read the Word of God. I, I at the beginning, already said, do it in the morning, take your time, but also do it regularly. Make it your habit to do it every week. And it takes some time to make something a habit. It usually takes five to six weeks to make something a habit. And it might be, it might be some f inward fight going on, right? But that you really say, okay, I stand up like half an hour earlier than usual just to study the Bible. Make it a habit. Make it a consistent thing to read and study the Word of God. And then number 12, share and discuss your findings. Speak to maybe those believers that are older, that are ex more experienced than you and me. They can help you to understand more, to grow in your knowledge, and even correct you if you have some thoughts which are not very accurate. In any way, uh, we would like to, I would like to encourage you just to read the Word of God. It's really, as we have read in 2 Timothy 3.16, it is profitable. God wants to speak to you and the Holy Spirit wants to unfold the, the truth of the, the Word of God and it is profitable, it is rewarding and we will see the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. We will understand more of who He is and what He has done and this will fill our hearts and this will change most of all you and me. May the Lord bless us and thank you for tuning in this time. I hope I will, yeah, you will tune in the next time again. And until then, God bless.